to the program, The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Hey, uh, don't forget about our friends over there at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Sean and the gang, good people. Go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Epoxy Flooring, polyurea coatings, they do it all, different colors, different finishes. That's Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Again, Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Um, so it, there, there's a lot of discussion uh, about the Brewers and the fact that the Brewers ended up uh, losing that game. They weren't able to play to run. They weren't even able to move over a runner for the most part. Uh, and when they did, they left them stranded at third. Had with uh, nobody else, they were able to drop down just the smallest of sacrifice bunts, move the runner over, and then on uh, the uh, the base not or excuse me the long fly ball that run would have scored, thus giving the Brewers the win rather than putting them into extra innings and taking a loss. And um, fans love the analytics and they criticize managers' decisions to bunt, not to bunt, and what have you. Um, there is a uh, 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 the book called Smart Baseball by Keith Law. The manager's decision, not a specific moment to call for a bunt, should include other factors, especially the biggest one of all, who's actually at the plate. And if we're playing in the National League uh, and the pitcher is battling, uh, as they don't anymore, but the odds of getting a hit or drawing a walk are just not that high. Aside from a pitcher batting, there are two other major exceptions to the whole stop bunting thing. One is to actually bunt for a hit, which in its entirety is separate from a sacrifice bunt. And that's it. A bunt for an out, that's it. Uh, if the batter is quick and or a good bunter and has a reasonable chance at a hit, yeah, you can slap one down the line, especially if you're a left-hander. You can slap one down the line and you're, and you're good to go. Uh, however, the probabilities and expected outcomes of a sacrifice bunt make some managers and player tendencies particularly maddening. Um, you go back years ago and you start to look at some of these guys that were able to drop down bunts and such. Um, but it, it, it basically says if you're bunting for a hit, don't stop. Just, just get, get rid of it. Don't do it. If you're bunting for a sacrifice, you've got to be able to bunt. Whoever's at the plate has to be able to bunt and has to be in a proper situation to make this happen. Okay. 100% agree. But when you constantly say, and I've heard Craig Council say this, that we're just not that good at it. In other words, you don't practice that. I'm not going to get on the uh, the uh, you got a bunt bandwagon because it's got to be a surprise. It's got to be something that works. It's got to be the right situation. It's got to be the right batter. All I'm saying is, is last night when you've got Lorenzo Kane at the plate and you got a runner on second, Late in the game, he's got to drop one down. Lorenzo Kane right now stinks at the plate. I mean stinks. Sucks like sucks bad. Like could suck start a Harley. He sucks that bad at the plate. And it's not getting any better. So in that particular sense, for those that are coming down on Craig Council, today, I agree. And I don't usually agree. And, and, and anybody ever listens to this program, you know I defend Craig Council 99 times out of 100. In this particular case, bad decision. Ultimately, it cost you a run. The inability to do that cost you a run. Now, maybe the ar uh, argument is to be made, well, Lorenzo Cain's not that good at bunning. Well, he's not that good at hitting either. You're telling me his likelihood of being able to actually put ball and bat together on a bunt is less than the 185 batting average he has right now. 
That's that's the argument to be made. It's not about whether or not it should be a regular thing when it comes to your offense. But to me, it's more about in the here and the now, in this particular moment, yeah, that should have been that should have been something that you should have pulled out of your quiver. There's no way he should be going up there and hitting. None. 877-867-1670. 1 Hit us up. Do it. Uh, again, 877-867-1670. Uh, this is from Kerry. Kerry says, 100% agree Lorenzo Cain has no business being near the plate right now with runners in scoring position other than to be, other than to be a decoy. He should not be swinging a baseball bat. He looks terrible. Uh, Peter also says that uh, Lorenzo Cain is also becoming a defensive liability. A couple of errors in this series, and I saw him pull up on a ground ball. What is wrong with him? Is he just giving up after this season? Well, he has stated that this season might be his last. Now, I don't think he's – let me defend Lorenzo Cain here. He's not out there to just go through the motions. Okay, he's not doing that. So I'm not – I'm not going because if you're insinuating that he just doesn't care, first of all, I don't know what's in Lorenzo Cain's heart, but I, I will tell you this. I can't imagine anybody taking the field and not caring. There's it, That is so incredibly few and far between. I, I I would never go there. So incredibly, incredibly few and far between. You don't know what's in somebody's mind. Uh, 877-867-1670. That's the phone number. If you want to react, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up. Uh, this is from Jack. Jack says, uh, hey, unit, uh, I'm a little bit disappointed, but let's not come down too hard on the Brewers. They've been winning all season long. This is just a bump in the road. No big deal. They'll get back at it. Jack, I hope you're right. My argument always is, I want to circle these these couple of games and say, okay, you had legitimate shots at winning games. Let's see what happens to you in the division. Because I have seen it in the past where the Brewers will lose out of the playoffs or the wild card by one or two or even three games, and you go back and you can pretty much circle three games that they said, eh, no big. you know who used to drive me nuts with that? Ned Yost. Oh, my God. Ned Yost. I was a player. It's a marathon. If one game gets away, you get back at it and get them the next day. You can only win what's ahead of you. And I agree with that, You can, that you can only win what's ahead of you. But what I never agreed with, never agreed with, was, ah, no big deal. No big No, no. Used to drive me nuts. Drive me nuts. Because if you lose by two or three games, the two or three games you should have won, doesn't matter what point of the season, but early on specifically, when you kind of look at it as, ah, it's a marathon, no big deal, used to drive me crazy. Because then I would go back and I'd circle those games. I'd go, remember that game? Remember this game? Remember these two games in Chicago? It's the difference between being a wild card or maybe winning the division? Yeah, there you go. Remember that? Oh, what else uh, do we got? Uh, Tommy says, uh, hey, are we going to see you at the IndyCar races? Um, the, you know what? Uh, we're going to be up there. I don't know if I'm, I'll be there for the race, for sure. We're not doing the show up there, uh, just an FYI. We're not going to be doing the show up there, but we're going to be up there. And going to be up there the entire weekend for the NASCAR event. So, yes, the entire weekend for NASCAR. You better believe it. Um... This one's from Frankie. 
<laughs> Frankie said, watched the match last night for about two holes, woke up on my couch with my dog licking my face. That's the kind of night I had. Frankie, is that a good thing? You know, your dog loves you, man. Or unless, of course, the dog left a dookie over in the corner and he's just waking you up to tell you. That could be. Uh, 877-867-1670, Um, And then this was from Andy. Andy says, uh, let's get back into the what is and is not a sport talk again. Found it very entertaining yesterday. Love the show. No. No. If we ever do it again, no. it's going to be, no, it's going to be an official yes, no, stupid segment and we're going to come up with a list of them and that that's it that'll be the definitive end of story stop it list have your opinion walk away have a beer sip on it chug it whatever it is you want to do and and we're done because that that it, it was i had p i had friends of mine texting me i had friends of mine texting me about stuff like that yesterday it was crazy it was crazy. Uh, David says, uh, hey, Unit, you watching ESPN by any chance? The girl just bunted for a base hit. <laughs> David, no, I'm not. I assume you're talking about the uh, the Women's Softball World Series or College World Series or whatever it is, because I know that's on today. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. So that, how does that, how does women's college softball equate to bunting for a base hit in Major League Baseball? You know? Ben, what are you watching in the studio right now? Golf? Golf Channel. Yes. Golf Channel. Okay. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not, I, not that I have anything against it. I'm just not sitting here watching it. Uh, I did not uh, crank the tube on today, as a matter of fact. I was, I was, uh, I was out running around this morning. 877-867-1670. Uh, Randy, uh, by the way, says, uh, <laughs> says, uh, that, uh, Craig council blew it last night. Should have tried to manufacture a run. Didn't do so. Uh, the only guy that won yesterday was Johnny Depp. Uh, yeah, the, uh, did, now did you understand the ruling and all of that, by the way, Ben? Not at all. I haven't As followed John- it though at all. Okay. As Johnny, Johnny Depp basically won the case. There was because Depp made disparaging remarks about Amber Heard. The jury said, okay, whatever. Yeah, we'll give you two million bucks. But for the most part, Johnny Depp came out on the plus side of thirteen million. Now here's the here's the kicker. So Depp won fifteen million and has to pay Amber Heard two million. So they're just changing money to the tune of the positive side of thirteen million dollars going to Johnny Depp. Amber Heard's total wealth is eight million bucks. She's not. Uh, she's 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 not paying that bill, and Depp knows it. Depp just said, you know, hey, I was glad to, I was glad to get out of that, you know, and get my life back, and kind of have everything laid on. What was happening was everything was laid on the table for for everybody to see. That that's what happened, and I think pretty much when. She, uh, they, there was the admission that, yep, she uh, got so crazy she pooped in the bed. 
that was when uh, everybody went, whoa, okay, she is bad crap crazy. And she might have lost it right there. Whenever you leave a Mookie stink on the covers, that's that's pretty much your beginning of your end right there. That's your demise. <laughs> uh, Greg says uh, that uh, the Brewers, good road trip. Coming back home, get some home cooking, start uh, hitting with the bats again. They'll be fine. No worries here. Greg, I applaud your enthusiasm. I applaud your optimism. There you go. When we come back, something is, it's been going on for a while. It's been going on for a while. And how does it make you feel? It's interesting because you're going to hear what it is. I I want you to know what's been going on because we just found out about this. And then what is your gut reaction to it? Stay tuned for that. Uh, 877-867-1670. Great company to work for named Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L. Go to Pindell.com. They are hiring right now. There is a lot of companies hiring right now, but they are paying over more and more and more and bringing in good people, quality people, training you. Uh, and also wanting you to make it a career. This this will be your career and opportunities for advancement and your own business and such. Uh, but that's what they're looking for. And they're looking for good people that want to work and want to do some good things. Or if you're a company wanting to work with a quality manufacturing company, Pindell's your group. Go to P-I-N-D-E-L.com. Pindell.com. That is Pindell.com. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program, Bill Michael Show. We're glad you're with us today. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. If you want to want to give us a shout, by all means, do so. Um, first of all, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip. The Quick Trip 250 right around the corner. And I uh, can't say thanks enough to them for not, not only being a part of the program, but being the title sponsor of a huge event in the state of Wisconsin, it brings a ton of money to the state of Wisconsin, and they are giving away a 2022 Chevy Camaro SS. Oh, this thing is beautiful. Beautiful. And we're going to be giving it away on Sunday, July 3rd at the Oosthof, and cannot wait. Somebody is going to be thrilled. Going to be thrilled. And I know there's going to be 10 finalists, and... The 10 finalists, nine of them are going to be a little bit disappointed, but it's better than never being there at all, I guess. But one person's going to walk away with a brand new 2022 Chevy Camaro SS, and it's just stunning. And it's all compliments of Quick Trip. You still have some time to get in on this. Stop in, buy a Pepsi product, a Jack Link's product. You're good to go. Get some extra reg- extra registrants. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you use your Quick Rewards number, your Quick Rewards card, if you're not, if you don't have one, you're crazy. Get signed up for that thing because it pays dividends all the time. But uh, just go in, whether it's going to the pump or stopping in and purchasing something in the stores, just type it in. You're good to go. That's our friends over there at Quick Quick Trip. And make sure you use your Quick Rewards card. Quick Trip, by the way, another big-time sponsor of the Big Unit Cruiser again this year. Thanks to them for being a part of that. Good stuff. So what's been going on for a while now? Didn't know this. Didn't know this. And I want to get your reaction to this. Derek Carr, quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders, 
had this to say about his real good friend Devontae Adams when it comes to Adams' desire to be traded, to be traded to the Raiders. Here you go. It's so rare, and it's it's been something that they've they've tried to make happen for five years now since Devontae signed his contract extension several years ago with the Packers. He Derek was pushing to get him there, and and Devontae was really close, man. I mean that. A couple of years ago, they were really close to making that happen. And so for it to actually happen, I remember I was sitting on, I was actually sitting on set at the NFL Network when it, when it went through with James Jones. And James is obviously sad because he's a Packer. Right. But he, uh, it, was, it was almost surreal because, that, like you said, it, it never really happens that you, you absolutely get to pull off something like this. Where How about that? David Carr, Derek Carr's brother, um, on with uh, the Rich Eisen Show. And doing some work, obviously, over on the NFL Network, says that Derek Carr and uh, Devontae Adams have been doing this for years, trying to get Devontae traded out of Green Bay, and that they were close a few years ago. A few years ago to getting Devontae out of Green Bay. How about that? This isn't something that just popped up. They've been trying to do this for years, according to David Carr, saying that uh, his brother Derek had told him that they've been working on this for years. They've been trying to a couple of years ago. They thought it, the deal was done, and it never happened. So, Devontae Adams did a lot of good things for the Green Bay Packers and for Aaron Rodgers. Hands down. No doubt about it. Okay? No doubt. But when you hear about a guy that has been wanting wanting to get out of Green Bay for years, how does that make you feel? I, I Ben, when you heard that, that this is something they were close to doing years ago, and then it finally happened, and they've been trying to do this for years. Do you, does it now call into question things that Devontae was doing and Rodgers was doing? And does it now make you look at Devontae and that whole situation in his last few years here in Green Bay? Does it make it look at him different? Different, but I kind of in a more impressive way. I think you see all over the league, people become unhappy with where they're at. And a lot of times they either sit out or they play poorly, then they get traded. So the fact Devontae has been the best receiver in football the last three years while also wanting to leave, and I, I mean, I guess actively trying to, I guess it makes it more impressive to me that it didn't, like, I, I'm surprised by this news because you wouldn't notice it if you watched the games. And I think that's impressive. Well, or would you? If you want to take it to the pessimist side. If, say, Aaron Rodgers wanted Devontae to stay, so he kept forcing the ball to Devontae, and we all saw it, we've all seen it, where down the stretch, especially in the last couple of playoffs games, it was Devontae or nobody. Do you think that that played into Aaron Rodgers' necessity to throw Devontae Adams the ball to say, here, I'm going to give you the ball, I'm going to give you the ball, I'm going to give you the ball, I'm going to make you more money, stay here, stay here, stay here. Could you look at it that way? 
I think definitely. I wonder now, do you think Aaron Rodgers knew about this the entire time? Or is this something that just came up this offseason when Devontae is like, oh, yeah, by the way, I know you might not be coming back, but, like, I'm out of here. See, that that's the fascinating side because it, it was portrayed as Devontae got frustrated with the back and forth and, you know, just, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here and there's nothing you can do to, to pay me to stay. And so we all thought, well, you know, had Rodgers signed earlier and just gotten all the controversy out of the way, chances are Devontae's here. Now, no. Uh, but but I don't know if Rodgers knew. I, this is fascinating because Rodgers kept talking about Devontae in terms of sign him and I'm back. You know what I mean? I, I, when you sit back and you absorb this now, I think Rogers was saying, "Get Devontae signed. Whatever is whatever his cost is, get him signed." And I think the Packers then called Aaron and said, "Hey, Aaron, look, we've offered him the most lucrative contract in all of football, and he turned it down. He just does not want to be here." And I think that's when Rogers went, "Okay, I'll sign." After the Packers did their due diligence. And and Devontae still said, no, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I'm not signing franchise tag. I'm not playing for it. This is what I want. And now the other aspect of this is, if that's the case, why did the Packers have to trade Devontae to Las Vegas? Could they have not started a bidding war for his services? Um, but then again, I mean, for a guy that, you know, was not going to sign for the franchise tag. You knew it was take a bird in the hand or nothing for what he was, because otherwise he wasn't going to play. You weren't going to get anything for him anyway. So I, I think that's part of the reason why the uh, the Packers got what they got. And I still think they did okay. But now, but now that's, 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 rather interesting if they've been doing this for years as, as stated by David Carr but I, I you know again you look at it as the Packers after all of Aaron Rodgers discussion from last year not even a year ago remember it didn't happen until in late July when Rodgers stepped to the podium and gave us that diatribe of 30 something minutes about the way he felt about how the organization treated players so what the organization, kudos to the organization for saying, you know, okay, look, you got a point. We do treat you like meat and commodities, and we can tend to forget there's a human being here. So what they did was said, look, we're going to make you the best offer that's possible. Okay, they did. He turned them down. So instead of saying, that's fine, you're not going where you want to go, we're going to do what we want with you, and then it becomes some kind of an angry pissing match in public, I think what they did was, you know, okay, if you just don't want to play here, we'll we'll get something for you. You know, we'll we'll get you where you want to go. We'll treat you like a human being. And we'll send you to where your heart is. And they did something good in that sense. And they still picked up a couple of decent draft choices for Devontae Adams. 
And then they took that money that they would have paid him, signed other guys. Aaron Rodgers still came back and said, hey, thanks for doing your due diligence. Appreciate it. Uh, I get it. He's not coming back. So I, I want to be here. I'm going to come back. I'm going to do my thing. That's it was kind of a deal that won all the way around, right? That's the way I kind of look at this. I want to get your reaction to this. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Phone lines are wide open. So David Carr says his brother Derek told him that they've been trying to get Devontae there for years out to Las Vegas. Trying to get him for years. Two years ago they thought that it was going to happen, and it didn't. Now, give me your perception of everything now as we know it, as the curtain gets pulled back just a little bit more to give us a little bit more of a glimpse as to what was going on behind closed doors. Now that we know a little bit more about it, give me your thoughts. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin and well beyond the borders. If you've got ED, you know it. Your partner knows it. Everybody knows it. All you got to do is call them, 414-455-4451. There's one phone number. That's it, 414-455-4451. How about if you're moody, if you're sluggish, if you're putting on weight, you just don't got the energy, you just don't want to get out of bed. Could be low T. If you're over the age of 30, get your numbers checked. Takes maybe 10, 15 minutes. Stop in. Just say, hey, you know, check me out. Let me know what I what if I need a refill, so to speak. They can help you out there. How about if you're putting on pounds and now the weather's warm, and you're looking at the T-shirt going, damn, I'm smuggling inner tubes, man. Where did this gut come from? Holy mackerel. They have the all-in-one weight loss program. They can, And they've refined it. They've made it even better. They can help you out with that as well. 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. I want to hear from you. Now that you know a little bit more about the Devontae Adams situation, give me your perception of all of this. 877-867-1670. More of the Bill Michael Show and your phone calls coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Thursday. Glad to have you back. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Stoley's Hog Alley. I was out there yesterday uh, in in Summit when I was out dropping off uh, the posters for the motorcycle ride. And Jeff and Alicia, Stoley's Hog Alley, Stoles All 109 up in Watertown, being huge supporters of the motorcycle ride and uh, of the Fisher House, Wisconsin. So we can't say thanks enough to them. But they're coming right along, man. That place is, uh, they're knocking it down and building it back up. Uh, Stoley's Hog Alley, which has been kind of a staple for years, whether it's family restaurants or, or, or just, you know, bikers that love to ride. Uh, it's geared more towards the bikers, but a lot of families in there as well. It is a, a terrific place, and they are tearing it down to build it back. It is, it's going to look nice when it's done. Big tent outside right now, so the uh, kitchen is still open. They're still making food. They're still serving up drinks. Don't forget to stop by and check out Stoley's Hog Alley. And then there's Stoles Old 109, which is beautiful. They built that and got that thing done uh, about a couple of years ago. 
And uh, that is beautiful up in Watertown. Uh, it's a great ride. It's a great drive, and it's really good food. And they have bands and entertainment in there on the stage on the weekends. So either place, great to go to. And Jeff and Alicia are just uh, top-of-the-world people. They just are good people to support right here in Wisconsin. So um, some more. David Carr, uh, Derek Carr's brother, uh, I want you to listen to this again real quick, okay? And then uh, I want to light the lines, uh, 877-867-1670. So Derek Carr, first of all, had this to say about finally getting the deal done to bring Devontae Adams, at least according to his brother Derek, the quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders, to bring Devontae Adams to Las Vegas. It's so rare, and it's it's been something that they've they've tried to make happen for five years now, since Devontae signed his contract extension several years ago with the Packers. He, Derek was pushing to get him there, and, and Devontae was really close, man. I mean, that... A couple of years ago, they were really close to making that happen. And so for it to actually happen, I remember I was sitting on, I was actually sitting on set at the NFL Network when it, when it went through with James Jones. And James was obviously sad because he's a Packer. Right. But he, uh, it, was, it was almost surreal because, it, like you said, it, it never really happens that you, you absolutely get to pull off something like this. So there you go. David Carr saying that Derek Carr, his brother, They've been trying to pull it off for a while now, and a couple of years ago it was about to happen. And it didn't work out, and now it's finally happened, and they're, they're ecstatic about it. He also goes on to say he has more from, uh, you know, from, uh, regarding Devontae Adams and why Adams and Carr are so close. Well, I, I think that from the moment that they got together in Fresno, um, it was a unique situation because Devontae, Devontae came to Fresno and um, – and visited there and and basically signed with Fresno State because of Derek. And so from the from the moment that they met on his recruiting trip, they they hit it off. They just have a unique bond and they're best friends. And Devontae, even before they made the move to Vegas, so first of all, in the Bay Area, he bought a house right next to Derek. They worked out in the off season. They trained together, even when Devontae was in Green Bay. Same thing. Derek moves to Vegas. Devontae moves to Vegas. And this was about a month before the whole thing went down where he joined up. So they've just had a unique bond. They've always gotten uh, gotten along well. I mean, and then the chemistry on the field is, is, is I think, the biggest thing. So there's the guys that are, that are quarterback friendly from a wide receiver perspective. There's guys that you like to throw to. But then there's, like, this, this different level that these guys have always had. And I, I, asked, I asked Derek after their first workout, um, as official teammates, again, in Las Vegas, he's driving back home, and they're both in the car together. I, I, they FaceTimed, and so I said, yeah, how'd it go? And Derek's like, it's, every ball is six inches in front of his chest. It's just a natural thing. So he, he understands Devontae. They <laughs> they also share that um, that affinity for uh, – Devontae is very confident. He's a very confident receiver. And There you go. So that's the explanation that they've been wanting this to happen for a while. They've always had a good relationship. They've always had a good affiliation. Uh, they've been wanting this to happen, and so this discussion about Devontae Adams wanting out of Green Bay years ago to play with David Carr or play with Derek Carr has been something that's been in the churn for a while, and they thought it was going to happen a couple of years ago, and it didn't. So that kind of takes, first of all, all the information that we kind of thought to be true and throws a different light on it where 
you know, the decision or indecision of Aaron Rodgers, whether he was or wasn't going to sign and what was going on and his discussion on, on the Pat McAfee show about Devontae and such, it kind of changes that, that, that look. The optic is different now. Knowing that Devontae wanted to leave, he had no intention of signing with Green Bay. None. He wanted to leave, period. And it's not because of some hatred to the Packers. He just wanted to play with Derek Carr. It does, however, give me a moment for pause. You can look at it as, as two different ways. One is even though he wanted out, Aaron Rodgers, that was his guy. That was the, He talked about Devontae being the best receiver in the league and about promoting him and talking about how, how great he is and, and the reason he should be considered the best. Okay, so on one hand, you can say Eric, Aaron Rodgers doing his buddy a solid, man. Just even though he knows he wants to leave, doing him a solid. Or, on the other hand, you can say he didn't want him to leave. He did anything and everything he could to get him to stay. Don't want him to leave. I'll force the ball to him, man, in the, in the most crucial situations. I won't look for anybody else. You're the guy. You go make the play because I don't want you to leave. I want you to be the hero. I don't want you to leave because I know what my numbers mean if you leave. Maybe in that sense, in a selfish sense. But that also then leads you to believe that once Aaron Rodgers gave the diatribe about, you know, how the organization treats players, that the organization then could have said, you know, hey, we want to make you the highest paid wide receiver in the league. Devontae said, no, I want to leave. Okay, where do you want to go? I want to go to uh, play with my buddy Derek Carr. Okay. So instead of the organization saying, screw you, we're going to open it up to the highest bidder, which would have made him mad, and he wouldn't have signed then the, the, the tender for the franchise tag, which means they would have all been at a stalemate. The Packers did the right thing and said, okay, we'll send you where you want to go. We just got to get something for you. I hope you understand that. We got to get some some decent stuff. And they did. For all intents and purposes, they did. So everybody kind of was happy. The organization did Devontae Adams a solid. He gets to play with his guy. Rogers didn't hold up the deal. And if anything, he helped the deal because he made Devontae Adams more valuable as a wide receiver. And even though he didn't like it, he saw his guy leave. Depends on how you look at this. Uh, Will probably depend on what your attitude is or your thought is. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Jay Qualls says Aaron just made... Uh, the team pay for drafting Jordan Love, 50 million big ones. Uh, this one is from uh, also, same thing. So my take from Carr revealed that Aaron wants out of Green Bay, just like Devontae. That's what the last dance post meant, but the organization isn't willing to get rid of Aaron like they did at Devontae Adams. No, it, this meant that it was their last dance together. That's what that meant. And, and I would love Aaron to explain it from his perspective. If he, because this is just so weird, because think about this. Um, and, and Ben, tell me if I'm wrong here. So if Rodgers knew that, because we all took it as Rodgers wasn't coming back when the last dance post was put put up. We all took it that Rodgers wanted out. 
But if Rodgers and everybody else knew that this was it for Devontae, he was not coming back, that that was what the last dance meant, then my question would then be, why did Rodgers go on and on about re-signing Devontae to Pat McAfee? That's the only thing that I don't understand. You know what I mean? Well, I guess to I I don't know if this was his purpose, but try to pump up whatever the Packers could get back for him. Try to pump up the trade value. Okay, so he's doing the team a solid. I mean, that's my third conspiracy with why he zoned in on him at the end of the 49ers game. It's like, hey, if if they see me throw to this guy all the time, then they'll give up an extra second. Hmm. I that's my only question in all of this, because. Rodgers made it seem like his deal was hinged upon Devontae's deal. And I wonder if Rodgers meant when he talked about Devontae's deal and about the team, you know, treating Devontae right, if he was waiting to see if the team was going to do Devontae a solid by sending him back to Las Vegas, or if they were going to give him the best contract for the best receiver, which is what Rodgers called him all the time. And then when Devontae turned it down, he said, okay, I'm going to come back anyway because you guys treated him right. I, I I would love to know. I would love that 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 five minute. I hope Pat McAfee asks these questions. I I really do, because there's no there's no egg on anybody's face in all of this. It's just a different shift in thinking. That's all. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. Interesting questions all the way around. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Great company, and they are continuing to race around the state of Wisconsin. That's our friends at Wabam. Go to getwabam.com. Joe Cool Racing, sponsored by Wabam. Matt Kenseth, running around the state of Wisconsin, sponsored by Wabam. Go to get, G-E-T, getwabam, W-A-B-A-M, getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. And whether it's industrial cleaning supplies or things for your home, or, and I've said it before, girls, guys, if you are a car person, a motorcycle person, a boat person, you cannot go wrong, whether it's the wipes, the ceramics, the whiplash, which you spray it on there, and then the bugs and stuff just fall right off. Oh, it's so good. So good. I'm telling you, it is. it, it just has to be discovered. More people got to use it and then start telling other people about it. And if you want to pick it up, you can always go to some of the finer retailers, uh, specifically like a Wisconsin Harley-Davidson right next to the parts department, the parts counter. Go to get, G-E-T, getwabam.com. That is getwabam. Dot com. So Aaron Rodgers, uh, oh, wait a minute. He, let's, let's see here. Steve says, uh, it's not for mere mortals to understand what happens between Rodgers and the Packers. I don't believe at times the Packers are even understanding what Rodgers is thinking. Steve, I can see that because at times, I, I mean, there is a logic to it. Sometimes it seems chaotic to us, but we don't know everything. And I've said it before. Sometimes you just don't know what's going on behind closed doors. So I understand that. Um, but sometimes it's just a little, it seems like it's just a lot of, of, 
of water movement to get a very short distance, you know? Uh, Jay Qual says, connect the dots. Start from draft night when somebody from Aaron Rodgers' camp informed the 49ers that Aaron wants to be traded and the Packers didn't trade him. Um, that's not what happened, though. It was, it, the information was, we made a call to the Packers, and Rogers said, well, if they want to do that, I'm okay with that. And that's when everything started to leak out, and everybody started to question, well, well wait a minute, why is he okay with that? Why would he want to leave the Packers? And that's when we found out all the information. So it didn't necessarily happen in that way, I understand it, but the bottom line is, Rogers, had he wanted out, and I mean wanted to force his way out. He doesn't have to sign a contract. If he wanted out, he could have forced his way out and turned it over to Jordan Love. Had they not, they being the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers together collectively, not kind of buried the hatchet, and things then became a lot better. So I don't think it's the Packers. Unw- and, and the Packers, I think, also probably did not want to trade Aaron Rodgers. They know what they have in him. But you're not going to keep him out of spite if he's unhappy, and you're not going to go for it and start pushing all your chips to the middle of the table, specifically defensively and with free agents and kicking the can down the road with many of these guys that you had to restructure. You're not going to do that if if you're just trying to make a quarterback happy. I mean, you're legitimately going for it. So regardless of what maybe the thought is or was, it's not that way anymore. Devontae, on the other hand, he wanted out. He wanted out. And let's be honest, it doesn't give him any more of an opportunity to win a Super Bowl with Las Vegas than it does with Green Bay. He just wanted out. He wanted to go play with his guy. That's it. Let's go to the phone calls. Let's talk to Larry. Larry, welcome to the program, The Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? Oh, hey, guys. Great day today. Uh, Great subject, actually. But what I want to say, I'm a little bit older than you guys. So I've been through the Packer years with Vince Lombardi and everything else, and everything has changed. There's two things that drive the NFL, in fact, probably all sports. The first thing is money, and the second thing is trying to win a title, whether it's the Super Bowl or World Series or whatever. Devontae Adams, whether you go back three, four, five years ago, he wanted to win a Super Bowl. He wants to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And what happened was he said, I'm going to stick around for a couple more years with Aaron because we have a team that should be able to get this done. At the end of last year, and his contract's coming up, he's like, been there, done it, seen it. I'm going to move on. I'm going to go with Derek Carr. I like the guy. I want to play with him, and they're giving me the money. If they would have offered him the money, he'd still be in Green Bay. But it was them or Green Bay – and he was like, nah, I'm going to move on. He has less of a chance winning the Super Bowl, in my opinion, in Oakland or <laughs> Las Vegas. Right. No, I agree with that. Just, Out in Las Vegas, I don't know, think he has the same he, amount of chance. Yeah. N- not even not even close. Not even close. And I believe that Rodgers was, we got a good team here, and I would like to put another Super Bowl behind me. Plus, I'm the highest pay- player in the NFL. So I've got mm-hmm. nothing to lose in staying in Green Bay. But those two things drive. It has nothing to do with friendships or, or what the other guy is going to do. I, I just don't believe that. It's got to do with 
do we have the players to win a Super Bowl? And are they going to pay me the money in reverse order? I just believe that this this whole thing that his brother is bringing up, yeah, that's crap in the wind as far as I'm concerned. Sure, they talk about it. You always talk with your best friends and talk about, hey, man, it'd be nice to play together. Mm-hmm. But if they're not going to offer me the money, well, I ain't going to go there. So five years ago, they weren't going to offer him the money, and he had a better chance of winning the Super Bowl, and that's why he's there. But now I, uh, he's go ahead. over. Yeah, that, I. That's, uh, that, that's all I wanted to say. Yeah. All right, bud. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for listening, too. I, I certainly appreciate that. Um, going back to the, you know, the Aaron Rodgers side of things, I think Rodgers wants, and I'm not saying he wants, I think he desperately wants another Super Bowl in Green Bay. I, I think he, I think he wants two, but I think he desperately wants to get another Super Bowl under his belt in Green Bay. I 100% believe that. 100%. As far as wanting to play with your guy, and and, and Devontae wants us. I, I see that that I don't understand. I mean, I get it that he wants to play with Derek Carr, but listening to his interview this year, he had said that his his career is not going to be complete if he doesn't win a Super Bowl. He wants to go where it gives him the best chance to win a Super Bowl. If he thinks that going to the AFC West gave you a better opportunity, I, I think he's crazy. I, I, I think he's, I think he's crazy. Two down, two yet to go. Rob Reichel is going to give us his thoughts on all of this, and I can't wait to hear what Rob has to say. I'll tell you that right now. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.